Welcome to the Grave Plot Podcast. Hey folks, welcome back. This is Skeletoni. This is Taylor of Terror. And this is the Grave Plot Podcast. And holy shit, we're at episode 70. That's too many. That's too many episodes. <laughs> we're not going to do this one. Yeah. We're done. We're Yeah, like forever. Like yeah. This is... That last episode was our last episode. We're, even, we're yeah. fucking done. It's 69. That's a great number to end on. So, you know. So, bye. <laughs> Deuces. Um, no. We're actually going to do an episode. Surprise, fuckers. <laughs> Hopefully you didn't turn this off already. <laughs> um, oh, they're done? Unsubscribe. <laughs> I don't know why they subscribed to us in the first place, honestly. Because we're awesome. We are awesome, but, you know, it takes a special kind of person to realize that. It's true. We're, we're kind of a, a niche, not niche, a niche Nietzsche? market. Nietzsche? Nietzsche. We're a Nietzsche market. <laughs> well, I know of at least three special people. <laughs> Very special, deep down in our cockles. Not like, you know, eating glue special, but... <laughs> I'm, of course, referring to our Patreon patrons, and that's right, I said three. Joining Max Zaleski and Skeptical Crypto is our newest patron, Kevin Nesgoda. Thank you, Kevin. What a guy. Yeah, he's all right. Yeah, yeah whatever. <laughs> he's what he is. He's giving us money, so, you know. Yeah, so he's cool. <laughs> um, so what's new, Taylor? Uh, like, personally? Yeah, sure. We went and looked at uh, Halloween decorations before we came over. Oh, yeah? So that's exciting. Uh, yeah. yeah. Do you guys... Well... We don't decorate, like, a lot. Yeah. Because, A, we're in an apartment. Right. And it's, it's, it's like, And it's a small apartment, so we don't really host people. Yeah. But, I mean, I fucking love Halloween, so... <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like, we have Halloween decorations. I see these two big pumpkins those over here. Those came from, from my wife's parents' house. Those are cool. I like those. Yeah. Like, she had... Th- her mom had three of them, and asked if we wanted them it's like yeah sure we'll throw them in storage when we get a house we can put them outside um but you know she's my wife's actually there at her parents house clearing out because they're moving soon so she's got a bunch of shit over there that needs to be cleaned up and i told her those if we take those those do not come inside they go immediately they stay in your car and they go immediately to storage they do not come in here but, yep, but there they are. Yeah, they're in here. So, because she had to go back, and we haven't been to storage. Hmm. So, we'll see how long they'll stay there. Uh, I'm convinced that they're gonna end up in our back room, just like everything else. <laughs> anyway, um, is that it? Yeah. All right. You want to do any haunts this year? Uh, maybe. I mean, since we're not doing a party. Yeah. Right, and we're not doing a short oh are we making that announcement now why not all right yeah uh, i mean we're doing one it's just not going to be out in time for halloween yeah like we're probably going to do the same i mean we're most likely going to do the same one that we already have but we're probably going to retool it to kind of take it out of the halloween season right um but yeah it's just you know we're both going on vacation that's that's the biggest issue and we just we're just not going to be here yeah, we just don't have time to do it. We don't. We haven't gotten any like crew together or anything like that. So, uh, sorry guys. <laughs> but it will happen. Yeah. When exactly we don't know. We just as soon as we can. Maybe we'll do it for Christmas. We can do it for Christmas. Yeah. yeah. Just change trick or treater to caroler. <laughs> um. Yeah. 
Is this this is our last episode before October Rama, right? Oh shit, is it really? I think you're probably right. Go look at a calendar. Calendar. Tony's literally pulling out a calendar. It's sexy fireman. It's my desk calendar. Sexy fireman. I keep <laughs> keep sexy for that fireman desk calendar. Um, let's see. No, we no, have we one, more. one more. Okay. Well then. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> um. No dental work to, to speak of. Hooray! <laughs> you keep saying like oh, I got to go back next week. But apparently, you're not. I just well, my insurance is capped out. Oh, that's so, right. I mean, I need more work done. I just don't have money for it. Uh, so, I mean, I told my dentist, you know, I, I know there's stuff. You're like that, people on the show want to hear about my dental work, so I need you to do something. They're waiting about waiting with bated <laughs> breath. Um, I I told them I, I mean I'll, I I know stuff has to be done, so I'll probably just pay in cash. But I mean, I don't know when that's gonna happen. Yeah. Um. My wife, though, she's in the same position I am, or was, just in, like, constant pain. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> yeah. Because I think it sounded like basically the same thing I had happened. She had she went in, had a filling done, and it was just really, a really deep filling. Um, and I think it was actually bigger than he thought it was going to be. Um, and so he, she went in again, and he told her, he told her the same thing he told me. It's like... You know, we'll just keep an eye on it for about a month, and if it still hurts, then we're probably need to do a root canal. So, that's lovely. Where, that's where she is. She can join the wonderful world of root canals. Um, I guess that's it. Fucking, oh. I mean, today's Saturday. Fucking kickoff tomorrow. Yeah. Seahawks. Go Hawks. Go to uh, uh, you know to, to twelve and proud. That's that's a thing that we say. We, we, well, not us personally. No, we don't say that, <laughs> but other people do. Some people do, yeah. Um, we are twelve. Fucking Jack. That's the the worst hashtag. <laughs> um, I don't do the whole twelfth man thing. I mean, like I. Oh, uh, you owe Texas A and M some money now. <laughs> Sorry, guys. No, come at me. I mean, you'd be like trying to get blood from a stone. <laughs> I can't even pay for dental work. Um. But like, you know, my my brother-in-law is a Niners fan, and my sister's a Rams fan. So really, I only do the twelfth man thing to like get under their skin. But like seriously, I don't I don't do the twelfth man thing. It's dumb. A, a good majority of the people who identify as like twelves or twelfth man are newer fans. Yeah, and I think that's a big part of it. Is like people who grew up watching the Seahawks. It's like it, that was never a thing before. So it's. Right, I Not mean something I jump on. Apparently, the Seahawks have been using the twelfth man thing since almost since their inception, I think. Really? Yeah, but I don't I don't know what happened, but apparently, it just I mean, it got really popular when we got good. I mean, <laughs> well, that does tend to happen, right? Um, but yeah, like you said, it's they a just lot of, amped up the marketing machine. I guess so. Like you said, it's a lot of people just jumping on the bandwagon. Twelve since twelve. <laughs> um, but. There, there it is. That's football. Huck it. Chuck it. Football. Um, the uh, the crow is, is looks like it's actually going to happen. Yeah. 
And we talked about this last episode, I think, right? One one of the episodes. Some some one of, the, one of the last sixty nine episodes we talked about. Well, no, 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 actually, I mean, like seventeen of the last sixty nine episodes, I think we talked about it. <laughs> I, I mean, like as far as current events. Yes, I don't know if it was last episode, but recently. All right, well, yeah, with Momoa. That's. I mean, that's the word. As far as we know, it still hasn't been like officially confirmed. Yeah. People like everywhere saying, "Oh, they're, they're starting to film in January with Jason Momoa." It's like, who said that? Yeah, I don't. I don't know where this rumor started, but I mean, Relativity sh- is apparently trying to uh, fix their image, right? Their image of you know being a worthless company that goes bankrupt, right? <laughs> kind of like uh, Trump. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Except they, they should have followed his his example. You know, he goes bankrupt and he just pretends it never happened. <laughs> they should have done that. Yeah. It's like what bankruptcy. We're no, fine. I'm going to build a gold tower. <laughs> That's what I think. You're bankrupt. Um, and I guess another thing, um, it's not big news, but they announced, they finally announced the Wolf Cop sequel. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I guess they announced It's called it. Another Wolf Cop. Right. But it's the same Wolf Cop. Did, I mean, maybe like Another Wolf Cop film. Maybe that's what maybe they are there two wolf cops? There could be two wolf cops. Nobody knows. Is it is it wolf cop? Wolf's cops? What's the plural of wolf cop? Wolf cops. Wolf's cop. Wolf's wolf's wolf, wolf's cops. Wolf's cops. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like death clock. Wait, is it wolf cops? Because plural of wolf will be wolves. What's well, like the wolf's cops? It's all like wolf's the, cop. It's a whole thing like Batman's or Batman. I think we talked about that on the show once before. We might have. It sounds, sounds like something, sounds, talk about. Sounds something stupid enough for us to talk about. <laughs> well, it's like I maintain that if you were considering like multiple people that are Batman, it's Batmans. Because yeah. there aren't, like in a world. In a world. <laughs> thank you. There aren't multiple Batman. Yeah. There is one Batman. But like, like if you're saying like Christian Bale, Val Kilmer, Michael Keaton, they're all Batmans. Yes, exactly. It's a character. It's not. Or is the plural Batman? Like how the plural of moose is moose. Or the plural of Sasquatch is Sasquatch. I don't know. Is the plural of Bigfoot Big Feet? <laughs> Bigfoot. Or Bigfoots. Yeah. Bigfoot sounds better. Does it? Big Big Feets. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Just double up. Anyway, but like they released a, a a still of Wolf Cop. It's the the titular Wolf Cop, Lou Guru. Yep. Um. Then his partner Tina. And I'm then Tina. Also, I'm Tina. <laughs> I've got the locker keys. Um. Then his friend Jimmy. Ooh. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! I, you know, he he died. He's yeah. He did. He. Yeah, he got killed. He got clapped up. <laughs> um, so I don't know what's going on there. Yeah, maybe he's maybe he's a wolf cop. Was he a lizard person? <laughs> maybe when you kill a lizard person, they become a wolf, wolf, cop? wolf cops. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know the mythology. <laughs> I I don't I don't know science. I don't know how it works. Um. I don't know. Maybe. 
Probably not. But. Probably not. <laughs> or be, else there would be a lot of wolf cops now. There would be a lot of wolf cops. Um, so I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. It could be anything. Yeah. It could be like. Uh, I remember they wanted Charlie Sheen to be in it too. I wonder if that ever happened. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but maybe they're doing like a, I don't know, like an Evil Dead Two, where they basically just ignore everything that happened in the first one <laughs> and then recap it in like five minutes yeah um anyway so do you have anything else before we move on to horror business i don't think so oh wait no i do oh uh did you hear that fide alvarez is not only releasing an extended cut of the evil dead remake but is also saying he wants to make a sequel i heard the first part but not the second part yeah he said he wants to make a sequel but he said he doesn't want it to be comedy but he wants it to be far enough away from the original because he said that's kind of like how evil dead and evil dead 2 were right so that's which but i mean evil dead 2 is kind of more of a comedy than evil dead oh it absolutely so he's kind of doing the opposite although i don't remember a lot of comedy in the remake no there was like almost none yeah uh i mean just for like except for like silly little things now and again but no, it was like pretty straight laced horror. Yeah. Um, and it's it's hard to gauge though because like the original Evil Dead was just really hokey. Yeah. And campy. So when they made Evil Dead Two and it was more of a comedy or more of a horror comedy, um, it wasn't that big of a jump. Right. But like the remake, that like I said, that was just straight horror. So to make it comedic that'd be like a, a drastic change of tone yeah so but he, he doesn't want to make it comedic right so I, but he says he wants to make it far enough away yeah he, want, he wants it to be a bit of a departure so i don't know what that means yeah i don't either <laughs> is he gonna make it a, a police procedural or something <laughs> i don't know <laughs> yes it's gonna be a zombie movie it's just yeah. a classic zombie movie it's gonna be csi cabin <laughs> yep CSI Woods <laughs> but okay. I mean uh, Raimi and Campbell are they're too focused on Ash vs. Evil Dead to even think about that right now so well it's it's never gonna happen probably not I mean it's, it's nice as an Evil Dead fan to keep thinking oh yeah that'll maybe happen someday but it probably won't probably not just I, like Evil Dead 4 yeah. or Army of Darkness 2 or whatever whatever yeah you know what Raimi just just do whatever just make your little TV show <laughs> like we're just we're not gonna wait anymore just do your thing yeah just tell us when when it's ready yeah <laughs> okay alright or business Hobu Yeah, we're going to start calling horror business Hobu for short. Oh, we should have talked about that first. <laughs> uh, real world horror um, in Oklahoma City. <laughs> a woman by the name of Geneva Gomez. Um, she killed her killed her daughter. But not. Oh, she shouldn't have done that. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
She didn't do it in a, in a, a normal way where she might like shoot her or stab her. Stab her. How, how do you kill people? Uh, strangle? Yeah, that, that's a way. Um, electrocute? I don't know. Push them down the stairs. Yeah, yeah. Well, we've seen enough horror movies. I'm sure we can gauge how people, or we can come up with some good ways to kill people. Stab them with a machete. Sure. That's one way. Use like a finger knife, gl- glove. Uh, do that, you know. Kitchen knife. Chainsaw. Chainsaw. Shotgun. Yeah. We should shoot somebody, didn't we? We did, yeah. Oh, well, you know. Different guns. <laughs> anyway. Different strokes. <laughs> Some people have different tastes. Um, so, yes. Geneva Gomez of Oklahoma City is being charged with first-degree murder. Um, killing her daughter, who she believed was possessed by the devil. Oh, good. So, that's how that goes. Um, then, from there she decided that the only way to save her daughter's soul was to ram a crucifix so far down her throat that she began to cough up blood and die. I mean, I suppose if you think someone is possessed by the devil, that's a good way to go about it. Sure. Um, bit, in, bit extreme. Yes. I feel like there were there could have been other things to do first call a priest or take to the hospital because <laughs> she might be having like some kind of psychotic break the daughter or the mother the daughter well both maybe yeah um this is what religion does to people mm-hmm. Ooh, contentious did I just say that he oh, went there he went there folks God. um Police are saying that uh, Geneva confessed to the crime, um, shoving the shoving the crucifix down her daughter's throat until blood came out, um, and then and then she put her body in the form of a cross. Hold on, what's going on here? What? There are. Is her name Geneva or is it Juanita? Maybe Geneva's the daughter. You are just the worst. Okay, her name's Juanita. Her daughter's name was uh, Geneva. Maybe. <laughs> Probably. Um, yes, she saw her daughter die and then placed her body in the shape of a cross. So this is some straight, like, uh, exorcist shit. Okay, Geneva is the daughter. Juanita is the mother. Okay. Geneva, by the way, was 33 years old. So She had her when she was 13? 16. Right, 16, okay. Which is slightly better. Teen pregnancy is a real thing, guys. Yeah, I grew up in Enumclaw. We led the state. Woo! <laughs> go E-H-S! <laughs> go team! <laughs> I'll bet your football captain was really hot shit. Uh, yeah. He probably has like a thousand babies out there somewhere. I actually don't know who our captain was. It's probably Patrick. Fucking Patrick. Yeah. <laughs> but he had the same girlfriend like all four years of high school, so. What a guy. Yeah. Is he Christian? Probably. <laughs> Eat him claw. Um, so, what do, what do you think? I avoided that. 
<laughs> Wear a condom, guys. <laughs> it's real simple. Um, so what do you what do you think about this? Uh, I think this is no good. I think uh, uh, I think Juanita was probably a little off, to say the least. Uh, it's, it's almost like I said, Exorcist, but it's almost like a little like Carrie too. With like the overbearing mother kind of aspect. Yeah, the fucking religious zealot nutcase. Yeah. Mother. Yeah. And I mean, I I don't know what exactly prompted her to believe this. <laughs> Your guess is as good as like, mine. I don't know if Geneva believed it herself, or if she was acting in a way that was strange, or if Juanita or yeah, Juanita just fucking lost it. Could be either one. I mean. I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to say. We'll have to wait till the details come up. Yeah. She seems to be very forthcoming. Yeah. So maybe we'll actually know what actually happened or, you know, infer from her hysteria. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's no good. Guys, if you believed that a loved one is possessed, uh, call a doctor or a priest do not take matters into your own hand. Uh, don't shove things down their throats. No, don't don't kill people. It's usually not a good idea. Yeah, I mean, unless you feel like well, in this case, she may have felt like her life was in danger. But that's true. Let's not base that on religious things. Let's let's base that in some kind of reality here. Yeah, like if someone is like coming at you with a knife or a gun or a chainsaw or a machete or a finger glove. Any kind of weapon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was bringing it around. to what the, I got it. No, yeah. But for for those of you listening, just any kind yeah, of weapon. Yeah, just, just any. I mean, lethal weapon, let's say. Mel Gibson, Danny Glover, Joe Pesci, <laughs> any of them. Lethal weapon one, lethal weapon two, even lethal weapon five. <laughs> so that's that. That's any, the moral of that story. <laughs> Don't do drugs. All right, so by now I'm sure everybody already knows this. Probably. But we want to fucking talk about it. Stranger Things Season 2 is official. Yeah. Yeah, Toothless you're... and the crew are coming back. Oh my god, did you watch Stranger Pugs? Uh, without sound, yeah. It's just like the theme. Okay. But still, I was just laughing so hard at that. <laughs> Alright. It's so dumb and so hilarious. Um, Yeah, it was announced on Twitter, on the Stranger Things Twitter account, which I think is at Stranger Things TV. Uh, yeah, I mean, they could search. Just go to Twitter and search it. Yeah, Stranger look for the blue check mark. Right. That means verified. Right. Which we cannot be. For some reason. They won't tell us why. Yeah, they're just like, no, not yeah. good enough. <laughs> not good enough! <laughs> but Ted Geohegan can be verified? No offense to Ted. But still. Oh, no offense. But still. I Ronnie mean, like, Dangerfield. Come on. He's made one movie. <laughs> Although I am looking forward to uh, Mohawk. Mohawk. That's his new movie. Uh Stranger Things, season two, tweeted out 
uh, the adventure continues. Stranger Things 2 is coming in 2017. According to Variety, this has actually been in the works for quite some time, which means they lied to us. They sure did. Motherfuckers. Because they were like, oh, I don't know, maybe it'll happen. If it happens, then it will. But if not, then it won't. Oh, we'd be stupid not to make it, but I won't. Yeah, they just sit around their offices at Netflix talking like that. <laughs> hey, guy, what's up? Have a good weekend. <laughs> I just picture that's how all, like, executives talk. <laughs> and then the duffers are just like, yeah, bro, I don't know if it'll happen or what, but, like, it, maybe it will, because, like, whatever. Because <laughs> they're duffer bros. Hey, bro, toss me a brew. That's what they do. They do that. But yeah, it's been in the works so long that they already have uh, episode titles. It's going to be nine episodes instead of eight. That's one more. <laughs> For those keeping count at home. <laughs> uh, the episodes are Mad Max, The Boy Who Came Back to Life, The Pumpkin Patch, The Palace, The Storm, The Pollywog, The Secret Cabin, The Brain, and The Lost Brother. Is that the Lost Duffer brother? Yep. Hey, guys, I'm Will. Will Duffer. <laughs> uh, oh, you- no. What are you even doing here, Will? <laughs> Trying to cash in on your success. <laughs> uh, there's going to be four new characters, according to the Duffer Bros. Uh, there's going to be Max, which I guess is Mad Max from episode one. One would guess. Who is a 13-year-old female whose appearance, behavior, and pursuits are more typical of boys than girls. You hear that, so Max? A you're a girl. <laughs> Max is a girl. Uh, even though he has a beard. <laughs> Bearded lady. <laughs> anyway. Uh, then there's Billy, who is a super muscular, overconfident 17-year-old. Oh, he's like super buff, and he's all like, check out my check out my deltoids. He's hella fucking jacked, bro. Look at, look at my deltoids, man. <laughs> yeah. look, at, look at my bitoids. Maybe he's going to beat up Steve. Hopefully. Chop power off, yo. <laughs> uh... Then there's Roman, who is a Samoan guy who sucks. No, wait, that's Roman Reigns. This Roman <laughs> is a male or female of any ethnicity between the ages of 30 and 38. Uh, he or she is homeless with a drug-addicted mother and suffered a great loss at an early age and has been seeking revenge. I don't think Roman is a female name. Not really. I, don't, I can't think of any female Romans. Me neither. Hmm. I'm gonna say probably not female. And then no or word on who this fourth like, character is, but what? No word on who the fourth character is. Mm. Maybe Roman's like androgynous, like Pat. It's Pat. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Thanks. That was Tony's Pat impression. <laughs> I'm doing impressions this episode, guys. Um, I've been practicing. There was a uh, an article that. Vince Vaughn and oh my god, who was the other one? Uh, Colin uh, Farrell. Oh yeah, Colin Farrell had joined the cast. Oh, it was so sad. <laughs> Me too, and especially because I read that after I read this interview with the um, executive producer, who said that they they had famous people who wanted to be in it, and they told him no because they didn't fit. Mm-hmm. They were like, it's more about finding a good fit for the characters than actually having big names. And then I read that, and I was like, what? What happened? <laughs> It's like, no, you were doing so well. You lied to me again. It's like, why? 
but that turned out to be to be bullshit. Right. So fuck that, people. Oh, I was so relieved. Me too. It's like it was on a uh, satirical website. Right, but it wasn't one I'd ever heard of. So me neither. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like something like the Onion, for yeah. instance. Um, but they don't really give any indication on their site, at least that I could see, that it is satire. It's not real. You have to actually go to like their about us page and like read up on it to actually know. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, reading that article, I'm just like, please let this not be real. But like, as you read it, the more it goes on, it gets more and more ridiculous. To right. Yeah. Like, Wait, this can't be real. Yeah, like they wanted Vince Vaughn to be like an FBI agent or something. Yeah, but um, he wanted to be. He just wanted to be a guy that acts like Vince Vaughn all the time. <laughs> Which anybody that see a Vince Vaughn movie knows that's what he plays in everyone. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, we also know that the, there, it's going to take place at least partially outside of Hawkins, Indiana. Hawkins. Hawkins. It's got a W. Hawkins. What are you doing right now? I'm emphasizing every s- syllable. <laughs> Uh, the opening scene, in fact, does not take place in Hawkins. It also sounds like we're going to see more of the Upside Down. Uh, Matt Duffer says, we kind of just peeled back the curtain and revealed a tiny bit of the Upside Down. The Upside Down sucks. Nobody wants to go there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not a vacation spot. <laughs> it's where you go to fucking die and have leeches crawl out of your mouth like stupid Barb. R.I.P. Barb. <laughs> You know, like, the more it goes on, the more I hate Barb. Right. Yeah, I was, uh, last weekend I was at my uh, parents-in-law. Is that the right term? Parent-in-laws. That's not, that can't be right. That, that sounds even worse. <laughs> Wolf cops. <laughs> Wolf cops. I was at my wife's parents' house, um, and she was, like I said, cleaning shit out of her old room. Uh, and I was sitting there watching Stranger Things with her old man, and... Um, yeah, watching Barb. I'm just like, why Why does everybody like her? She sucks. That's the thing. Like, the whole time I watched it and afterwards, I didn't think twice about Barb. Yeah. It, I didn't hate her, but I didn't like her. She was, she just, was like, just there. It was. She was like a set piece. Yeah. She was that ginger girl that was in for like two episodes. Yeah. And then, then now like the more I hear people being like, oh my God, Barb is amazing. I love her. I'm just like, no, shut up. Barb sucks. Yeah. Everybody like, I think maybe half jokingly, but half seriously talks about her like fashion sense and she's like got this like i didn't notice at first because you like you said she's kind of blended into the background she's got the most serious mom pants oh yeah ever <laughs> like i almost feel like they made those special <laughs> to be like extra mom pants like i i don't want to dislike her yeah because i didn't have an opinion on her but it's like these people are raving about her and i'm just like i don't get it <laughs> It's kind of like um, Red Bull. It's like, I hate Red Bull, but everybody fucking drinks it. And it's like, oh, you don't like Red Bull? Why not? Like Because it's fucking disgusting. <laughs> I, don't, I mean, you can drink Red Bull. I don't mind. But it would be like if everybody was like, raving about water. It's like, dude, water is so good. It's like, it's fucking water. <laughs> it's point. nothing. It tastes like nothing. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing special about water. It's bland. <laughs> Or we could say like, like, fat-free milk, <laughs> or or not non-fat milk, 
It's basically just water, white, white water. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, there's people who were like want them to bring Barb back in season two. That's so dumb. It's like people that wanted to bring back um, ah fuck, what's her name? Beth. Yeah. From Walking Dead. It's like she's fucking dead. Move on. <laughs> Sorry if we're spoiling Stranger Things for you guys. Fuck it. That's what, two months now? By now, you, I'm sure people have heard that Barb died. Ah, sure. Yeah. It's all over because the Because everyone wants to talk about Barb for some reason. Yeah. I'll just I'll use the uh, the logic that a lot of people are using. If, if you haven't watched it yet, then you deserve to have it spoiled. That's bullshit. <laughs> I know. I hate if somebody that. said that to me, I'd fucking hit him right in the neck. Yeah. I'd just punch him right in the side of the neck. They'd be like, <laughs> ow, what, why would you do that? I just think he'd Kirk him. Yeah? The judo chop? Yeah. Um, Anyways, yeah. I'm fucking stoked. It's supposed to come out early next year. No specific date yet, but they're working on it now, allegedly. And uh, it sounds like it's, there might be like more action, because they were comparing it to other sequels and uh, saying like they compared it to Temple of Doom, Aliens, and Terminator 2. Yeah, I think I saw something that said, like, whereas the first season was a lot like Spielberg um, and uh, Stephen, Stephen King. King, and I think John Carpenter was brought in there, too. This one's, def- one's going to be more like George Lucas and James Cameron. Yeah. They specifically uh, mentioned James Cameron. Right. Um, but it's like, talking about, like, James Cameron doing sequels, it's like, what? It's like he did Aliens? And he did Terminator 2. That's like two of the best sequels. Well, sure. But, like, what other sequels? I mean, it's, it's, he's not, like, the director known for sequels. Yeah, that's true. I, he's I, making Avatar 2, though. Fuck Avatar. Yeah. I mean, cares? That's why Stephen Lane can't play Cable. Because he's going to be in fucking Avatar. Oh, really? Which is probably never going to fucking happen. It's James Cameron. It's going to happen. <laughs> when did Avatar come out? Like, oh. almost 10 years ago? When has that ever mattered? Ah. <laughs> Anyways, if you haven't watched Stranger Things yet, you're fucking up. Get your life together. You're fucking pathetic. Yeah. Tired of hearing, I can't commit to a new show right now. Wait, I should shut up. My wife hasn't watched it yet. Neither has my girlfriend. <laughs> Literally every day. You want to, so you want to Stranger Things now? I'm just not ready. Yeah, you mentioned that before. What the fuck does that even mean? I don't know. I can't get a straight answer. The most the most I can get is that she's too tired from work to mentally commit to a show that she hasn't watched before. So she wants to just put on, like, Bob's Burgers and watch that. Ew, really? You allow that in your home? You don't like Bob's Burgers? No, I fucking hate that show. It's stupid. It's fine. Nah, it's bad. <laughs> I don't have a problem with it. It's Barb. <laughs> it's just on in the background. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I hate that show. Um, yeah, Might my, call it Barb's Burgers. <laughs> my yeah, my wife hasn't watched it yet. She keeps griping me about watching without her. Like I had no fucking clue you wanted to watch it. This does not seem like something you'd have any interest in. So I watched it without you. Yeah, see, I don't think my girlfriend had interest in it at the time I watched it. But now, like the hype is the hype is real. <laughs> fucking women. But it's great. Watch it if you haven't. If you have, fucking watch it again. Fuck it. I want to watch it again. Yeah, see, that's what I told my wife. It's like, 
I'll watch it again. Put it on. Yeah, I want to watch it again. But she doesn't. She just wants to hold it over my head. But, you know, it's like whatever. Well, we should watch it again so we can go to Stranger Things trivia. I think I ought to watch it way more than that to to have a chance at trivia. Well, let's just watch it like over and over from now until then. So many times. When is it anyway? Uh, The 27th. Uh, This month. It's a lot of Stranger Things. And we have to watch a lot of movies this month. That's true. <laughs> anyway. Um, is that it? Stranger Things. Netflix. Hey. Do it. This is Tom. Our news TV, nothing else. Just the first three. It's just the majority of it. <laughs> uh, Fox is ordering a pilot for a, for a TV show that's just not gonna have a prayer. Um, <laughs> God, I can already tell. It's called Ghosted. It's a single camera sitcom with a supernatural twist. Uh, it's described as a comedic comedic X Files. Uh, it's going to start... Because uh, every show is X-Files. Exactly. At least one's, this one's like specifically saying it. Um, this one's going to star Craig Robinson uh, and Adam Scott. They're funny guys. I like them. Yeah. But it's the show. Is just, uh, Craig Robinson is basically a token black guy who's skeptical about the to the world of the paranormal world um and adam scott plays max allison who's like the true believer you know he is he's like the paranormal expert guy um they're hired by some investigation service to look into the uh, underground investigative service the uis Everyone knows about the UIS, man. I don't think it's a real thing. I'm I'm making jokes. (laughs) Like, I never heard of that fucking thing. Um, They're asked to look into unexplained activity in the L.A. area. So that means they're going to film the pilot in L.A. and film it in Vancouver. (laughs) Just like they did with Lucifer. (laughs) Um, Then, yeah, there's going to be, like, some big threat to the human race so it's pretty pretty by the numbers yeah what gets me is like it's called ghosted but it says that it's like following paranormal which i yeah i mean i guess that's ghosts but the larger mystery that could threaten the existence of the human race it it sounds like there's going to be more than just ghosts going on probably um i don't know what i think about this all I can think is that um, that show was Tyler. Oh, uh, Deadbeat. Yeah, I was thinking that too. But except with more. I was going to say lowbrow humor, but that show's pretty lowbrow. That show is very lowbrow. <laughs> it's Tyler Labine. It's just it's Fox humor. You know, they pretty only pretty much only have one kind of humor. Yeah. I swear they have the same people writing every single show. 
Except the Simpsons. Except the Simpsons. Although I would not be surprised if former Simpsons writers are working on. Oh, I'm the sure other that's shows. happening. I'm sure that's happening. Yeah. That could explain why every show copies the Simpsons. Yeah. <laughs> Simpsons did it first. Simpsons did it. Um. You gonna watch this? It's just a pilot. They haven't ordered a series yet. Yeah. So I, I don't know. If it goes to series, I'll probably check it out. Yeah. But I kind of don't have high hopes for it doing so. Yeah, I don't see this being added to my weekly schedule. Yeah. I'm just so busy. <laughs> see, I, this is something I would probably wait until it hit, like, Hulu, and then binge watch it. Sure. Yeah. Um, I haven't used Hulu in so long. I don't even know why we still have it. I mean, my wife pays for it, but... I don't use it a lot. I like I use it for... Uh, Elevator is on there. Well, sure. I mean, it makes sense for you because you, you don't have cable. But right. it's like we have on-demand. We can oh, watch entire yeah. seasons at a time. And I don't even know why we have Hulu anymore. Yeah, in that case, it's not really worth it. And like all the movies they have on there, most of them I don't I have any interest in. Yeah. And the ones that are on there, I can find on something else. Usually, Mostly, yeah. Mostly, yeah. So. Um, speaking of pilots, did you watch The Tick? No. I didn't know it aired yet. Yeah, it's it's part of their pilot season. Oh. So, yeah, it's on, it's on, on Amazon. Page. Yeah, check it out. All right. Is it good? It's not bad. It's not as funny. I mean, it's not... As the Warburton one? Yeah. It's not like not as slapsticky. It's a little more... It's got more of a serious tone, but funny at the same time, you know. If you All get, right. You get me. I like Peter Serafinowicz. The magician, <laughs> of course. Anyway, uh, so ghosted. Check it out, maybe, or don't. Who cares? Whatever. Speaking of Amazon, uh, that Tremors show that we talked about once upon a time uh, is apparently coming to Amazon. Oh, we're getting bacon, guys. According to Mr. Bacon, we're at Amazon. End of story. <laughs> no. No, he uh, said more than that. <laughs> he was just like, bye. <laughs> Drop the mic. Uh, he said, we're waiting for a draft, but I'm 100% on board with it. It's a super cool idea. They went and made a bunch of sequels to the movie. I want to put those aside because, first of all, I wasn't in them. Ha, ha, ha. But when I <laughs> <laughs> Taylor's ad-libbing. He's going off book. You know he did that. <laughs> and his little Kevin Bacon laugh that just makes me fall to pieces. <laughs> but what I was really interested in was taking this guy and 25 years later, seeing what happened to him, to his dreams, and to his life. Again... Why does he go back to paradise? Paradise? No. Yeah. No. It's not paradise. Perfection. Yeah, there you go. Why go back? Why? Yeah. But why does that town still exist? They should have bombed it. They should have dropped a fucking bomb on top of it. Yeah. Multiple bombs. That's like, why does Tommy Jarvis go back to Crystal Lake? Well, because he wants to make sure Jason's dead. I mean, come on. Dude. <laughs> Just call it a win <laughs> and stay home 
Yeah, honestly, though, Jason probably would have stayed dead if it hadn't been for him. He fucked up. Yeah. He even says that in the movie. He says, I fucked up? Yep. Verbatim? Yeah, he says, like, um... It's like I wanted to make sure Jason was dead, but I fucked up, or something to that effect. Hmm. Yep. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This is being written by Andrew Miller, who, according to Mr. Bacon, came up with a really, really interesting take on it. And it's supposed to be, quote, a lot of fun. Bacon with the sound bites left and right. (laughs) I am just so concerned no that's not true I don't care enough to be concerned never mind forget I said anything (laughs) (laughs) yeah I really don't care about this yeah whatever but it's it's, and it's Tommy Blum right yeah and he's gonna fuck it up where his company is Uh, I mean they did Elevator I also did Jim (laughs) (laughs) oh remember the last thing Blumhouse did with Bacon oh darkness right that was bad. That was really bad. <laughs> this is not going to be good. It's going to be so much CGI. There's, That's, yeah. There isn't going to be a single real Graboid. And Amazon? Like, I'm sure they have so much money. Yeah. But how much are they going to spend on this? Yeah. All their shows are relatively low cost. Yeah. Even though Bezos, like, hang on. Bezos just made my yearly salary. Right. <laughs> he's like you know what I'm gonna do now I'm gonna go to the moon fuck it (laughs) because I can see ya in eight months (laughs) I'm just gonna live on the moon for a while and he probably like has technology that we don't even know exists oh sure he'll just like beam into our fucking living room and just be like hey (laughs) quit talking shit I heard you in my ear thing He's that, probably like that fucking, I have that no one else knows exists <laughs> where I can hear everyone in the world at once. Stop talking. I can hear you. Uh, now, he's probably like Tony Stark, I imagine. He's probably just got shit in his house that nobody's ever seen before. Yeah. Well, apparently him and Zuckerberg are like, wait, is it him? No, it's not him. It's Elon Musk. Never mind. What about him? Uh, Musk and Zuckerberg are like racing to make the first actual uh what's the thing that tony stark has that controls his house jarvis jarvis yeah they're, they're trying to make a real jarvis huh zuckerberg yeah the guy that made facebook that's the one he realizes that's very far away from like an ai system i, I probably i mean is he that smart I don't think he's developing it himself. He's probably just throwing money into it. Maybe. He's hiring tech nerds. I just don't get why Zuckerberg's doing all this stuff. I mean, like, he does a lot of philanthropy. Full-on rapey. Full-on rapey. Um, And that's fine. But it's like he does all these, like, technological things, too. Like, he invests in, like, these companies. and These, like, moonshot kind of things, yeah. Yeah. But it's like, what are you? What are you doing? What are you? What are you? Are you dying? <laughs> you seem to be spending money very quickly. But it's like, are you? What are you doing? <laughs> what are you up to? Are you trying to take over the world? 
I think Musk might be trying to take over the world. No, I honestly, I think that guy is. I think he's trying to make the world better, and nobody wants to do it. Everybody's too lazy. He has these ideas that are like so out there, and it's like that would be amazing, but do you realize how much work that is. Well, it's like like the fucking Zoom loop or whatever it's called. It goes from like L.A. to New York in forty-five minutes or whatever. Oh, yeah. I don't know about that. Like, yeah, that would be awesome if it it would not kill me. <laughs> well, I don't want my face to end up on the back of my head. Um, but no, it's like he released the the the, the inner workings. Like he he made the design for his. Uh, electric cars and his electric motors open source anybody can use them and nobody does that's true <laughs> he founded tesla right yeah yeah okay and spacex right spacex is the company that's making the zoom loop or whatever it's called mm. what is it is that what it's called hyperloop i don't know yeah but it's hyperloop yeah okay i like zoom loop better you should write a letter i'll tweet him tell him yeah Guys, let's get this going. Hashtag Zoom Loop. So Tremors coming to oh, Amazon. Right. <laughs> coming to Jeff Bezos. Blue Origin. Blue Origin? Blue Origin. It's not like you said Blue Origin. Blue Orgasm. Is that like uh, Dr. Manhattan? Yep. It's <laughs> blue dick everywhere. Um, There's too much blue dick in that movie. I'm sorry. There is a lot of. Why can't he have pants? I don't know. Well, he does have pants sometimes, but why he doesn't have pants all the time, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I can understand why the character doesn't wear pants because he's just like a god and he's like, I don't fucking care. But just out of modesty to keep everybody else in the room comfortable, <laughs> just put on some pants. Reese put on a towel. Was that actually Billy Crudup's dick or was that just like no, like it CGI was... dick? <laughs> Uh, actually, Doctor Manhattan. It was Billy Crudup's face, but then like some bodybuilder's body. Oh, so it was the bodybuilder's dick. I guess it was a very realistic dick. <laughs> I mean, I didn't analyze it, but the way it swung when he walked, it was very real. It's hanging dong. Yeah. It's like you, you could just, if the dick has to be there, don't make it move. Just, <laughs> you can't stop it from moving well no if it's a cgi dick just don't move it <laughs> just leave it there but what if it's his real dick <laughs> movie magic just make it sit there have him wear a cock sock <laughs> sure make him go red hot chili peppers on it <laughs> not, not an actual sock <laughs> give it away give it away give it away now don't nobody want to see that dick that, that blue dick nobody, nobody wants that blue dick <laughs> <laughs> okay let's let's move on if you go to bed then you might find red call for it if I know it with the thoughts in your head the nightmares you share come with such a leering fuck call y'all gonna stop Darwin's theories pretty new walls is a lump on your tub we got really long arms and he just wants a hug former grave plot podcast ho- uh host Yes, we're the hosts. We should have him host. He wouldn't do it. <laughs> He's a very busy man. Yeah, he is. Uh, 
But no, uh, former Grave Plot Podcast guest MC Chris is coming out with a new album based on nobody else but the Springwood slasher, Freddy Krueger. Mm. Uh, this is not something he told us when he was on the show. No. He said his next album was going to be Superheroes. Did he? Yeah. Huh. Maybe he changed his mind. Maybe. Know. That's his prerogative. But this is something I think I pointed out to you probably at least a month ago because he had posted a picture. Oh, yeah, on Instagram. Yeah, of himself in front of 1428 Elm, which is a real house in Los Angeles. With the bright red door. Yeah, but it's yeah. not 1428 Elm. It's 1428 some other street. <laughs> some other? That's an interesting name. Mm, yes. Is that Dutch? I believe it is a founder of Los Angeles. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Kurt J. Some other. <laughs> yeah, you know him. We all learned about him in school. Yeah, and he said something like, working on a new album, can you guess what it's about or right. something like that? Um, it's going to be called MC Chris's Dreaming. Ah, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Song titles including Freddy's Dead, Dream Warriors. Ah. Now, I want to know if that's a cover. I'm going to say probably not. I so hope it is. I don't feel like MC Chris can hit those high notes. Like, <laughs> uh, What's his face, Dawkin? Uh, kick it with an MC whose voice is the highest. <laughs> um, oh, he and, sounds like a 10-year-old. And Hypnosil, which is, of course, the drug that makes you not dream. That's the one, yep. All rappers got to rap about drugs, man. <laughs> well, he doesn't smoke weed anymore, so. It's true. So he's on Hypnosil? He's on Hypnosil. On that good shit. <laughs> um, he told Nerdist the album's supposed to feel more con- courageous. No, it's uh, supposed to inspire people inspire to people feel, more, feel courageous. more courageous. Thank you. Except, or especially when, <laughs> except when it comes, to, <laughs> especially when it comes to acknowledging and facing their fears. Uh, he said, I hope everyone realizes they just have to stop being afraid of Freddy and then they have they will have super dream ninja powers. I like how it goes from metaphor to being specifically about Freddy. Right. <laughs> like, just like, I just want to inspire people to follow their dreams and not be brought down by things that are evil, like Freddy Krueger. Right. <laughs> um, I'm set to be released on September 30th. The song Freddy's Dead is on SoundCloud. Full free. Have you listened to it? Yes. It's pretty good. It went bad. It's got, like, it doesn't have the Freddy Krueger tone in it, but it kind of sounds similar. Mm, yes. I'd have to go back and listen to it again. I don't really remember it. We're going to see him in November. Yeah. When? Uh, November. Good. <laughs> Glad we clarified that. Some, I mean, some, sometime in November. I'm looking. Chris, we'll see you in November. Hey. Uh, November 19th. All right. All right. Freddy Krueger. Hey. Hey. Stop that. Fonzie. Hey. Hey, I'm Fonzie. Hey. Stop that. He says that. No, he doesn't. (laughs) Nobody says that. Okay, let's talk about something else. Okay. 
domain name is about to expire. Now we're going to go back to my FTP upload. (laughs) Nobody's going to remember that. Guys, make sure you check out our new website at (laughs) angelfire.com slash graveplotpodcast42 (laughs) slash index.html So, Corey Feldman is making another horror movie. Oh, God. And this one, he's co-starring with none other than the hitman himself, Bret Hart. Uh, The movie is called Tales from the Dead Zone, where Hart will play a private investigator named Tom Jenkins, a one-man wrecking crew who doesn't play by the rules. Oh, my God. This is going to be so good. Uh, writer and director Barry J. Gillis says, I wrote the role of Jenkins with Bret Hart in mind, <laughs> and I am happy he accepted the offer to act in our feature film. Bret Hart is such a fantastic actor. You know who I wish could have been in this instead? Roddy Piper? Yep. <laughs> he would have been perfect. Yeah. He does have that persona of a one-man wrecking crew who doesn't play by the rules. Yep. Especially when he plays the maniac. <laughs> Who writes a role with Bret Hart in mind? I know. That's like writing a role with Steve Buscemi in mind. <laughs> well, maybe that's a thing. I don't know. Yeah, if he's like a creepy guy with wet eyes. He says Bret Hart is a fantastic actor. What has he been in? Um, I don't know. I can't think of anything. Yeah, me neither. Watch, I'm going to pull up his IMDb and it's going to say like, SummerSlam, <laughs> WrestleMania, as himself. His entire role is going to meet up with Corey Feldman and then put his sunglasses on his face. <laughs> Corey Feldman's just a little kid in the crowd. Yep. <laughs> Did you finish describing this? No, I'm looking up to see what Bret Hart has starred in. Oh, nobody cares. Uh, WrestleMania. (laughs) WrestleMania 30. WWE 2K14, the video game. (laughs) Aladdin, the magical family musical. As the genie. Oh, oh boy. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, most of his credits are all just wrestling stuff. So I don't know where this guy found out that he's such a fantastic actor. But, anyways, uh, Tales from the Dead Zone is an anthology. Um, There are one, two, three, four, five different stories, uh, all of which sound like they're about different wrestlers, because there's Legend of the People's Demon, clearly about The Rock. Yeah. Uh, Endgame, about Triple H. Don't touch me. (laughs) Uh, Rock, stop it. (laughs) Creeper. Uh, making this awkward. Rockstar uh, Legacy, uh, who was probably about the rock, the rock, rock again, or um, or Jericho, Jericho, <laughs> uh, Rope a Dope. I don't know. That one's that's generic. Could uh, be anything. And then Bert the Sailor, clearly about Captain Lou Albano. <laughs> All right. Yep. Uh, Corey Feldman 
makes a special appearance with his bandmates from Corey's Angels, which apparently is a band that he's in. <laughs> I didn't know that, did you? Nope. I hope he dresses up like Michael Jackson. We're going to have to go find some Corey's Angels after the show. Listen to that. Seriously, my favorite Corey Feldman look is when he looks like Michael Jackson. That's my favorite. <laughs> you don't like the blonde hair with the super long strand that curls around his face and is like stuck to his face? Like his Davy Havoc type thing? Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't like that. <laughs> uh, Tales from the Dead Zone is about a medical examiner who imagines how victims of a horrible car crash may have lived their lives. Mm, okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't really... And somehow there's a one-man wrecking crew who doesn't play by the rules. Have you seen Body Bags? No. It was supposed to be a TV show on HBO, I think. Um, from Or maybe it's like Showtime. One of the movie channels. Uh, from John Carpenter. John Carpenter actually starred as the main character. It was an anthology. He was a mortician. Um, and talked about how all of his corpses, his cadavers, died. Sounds very similar. Yeah. But I, I, I'm pretty sure it was supposed to be a TV show, but they changed it into a movie. Yeah. Um, starring Lewis from Revenge of the Nerds. Okay. <laughs> uh, I believe I read that Legends of the People's Demon was a short or something. And so they kind of like made this movie around that. Interesting. I think I could be I could be way off on that. So okay, so Bret Hart and Corey Feldman are not acting together. I don't know. If not, that'd be a great disappointment. Yeah, that's the the tag team that the world has waited to see. I know. I've wanted to see them on screen together for so long. <laughs> together at last. Is he gonna wear the wraparound glasses? Oh God, I hope so. <laughs> And the leather jacket with the pink frills. Mm. He was all about that pink. He loved the pink. The whole Hart family did. Yeah. Does his kid still wear it? His kid. Didn't he, oh, his, his niece. His, or oh, a, a Natty. Sure. Yeah, yeah, she still wears it. She does the sharpshooter, too. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So that's enough for horror business. Because that's all of it. There's no more. Yeah, and I mean, how do you top fucking Bret Hart and Corey Feldman? No topping. No topping it. That's it. We should have led with that. Start on a high note. So there's nowhere to go but down? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that usually the case for our show? Um. Anyway, so yeah, that's all for horror business. So let's just do reviews. Derp, 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 derp. What the fuck? <laughs> that's the new, that's the new uh, <laughs> reviews intro. I don't like that at all. <laughs> um, yeah, so we watch two movies, as we usually do. Um, but, but. <laughs> one thing, neither of these movies are in theaters yet. 
So we got to try extra hard not to spoil anything. Yeah. Uh, but how impressed are you guys? So impressed right now. <laughs> Don't get used to it. No, we fell ass backwards into these. Yeah. We were, one of them we weren't even supposed to watch this episode. Yeah. Uh, if you listened to the last episode, you heard us say that we're going to be watching Don't Breathe this episode. And that but was, that was a big stupid lie. But we don't watch Don't Breathe. No, that didn't work. You fail. I was, trying to, I was trying to make a joke, but it didn't work. It was terrible. It's a bad, bad joke. So now we're going to watch Don't Breathe next episode. Hopefully. So not only will we not be watching a new movie, we'll be way behind everyone else. Right. So we kind of fucked ourselves a little bit. But this episode, though. <laughs> this episode's fucking dope. This is the one. Um, 70. It's kind of a big deal. Right. Um, but we got to pick one to review first. So Taylor, what do you want to do? I want to do Blair Witch. All right. What is that? The guy who uploaded this video said it was from a tape he found in the Black Hills woods. I think that might be my sister. You really think your sister could still be out there after all these years? If there is any chance that I could find out what happened to her, I need to try. Legend said there's been a curse on these woods. Do you believe in the stories about the Blair Witch? Oh my god. This looks familiar. We've been walking in a circle. No way. So Blair Witch is the sequel to the Blair Witch Project, 1999. Nine. So, 17 years. Prince, the purple one. Yep. Maybe that's why that guy had the prince on his lapel in line at the theater. Connections being made. It all makes sense now. Full circle. Full circle, jerk. Um. Yeah, it's the sequel to the first one. Completely ignores Book of Shadows, as everyone should. Right. Because uh, I was duty cocky. Duty cocky. Speaking of cocky, <laughs> there's this fountain outside the theater <laughs> that me and Tony went to, and it looks like just like five guys just all going in at once. Four, four guys. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Sorry, everyone. 
just blast it into some chick's mouth. Yeah. And then she's spitting it And she's out. just Triple H-ing. <laughs> so it could be interpreted as a bukkake or just a massive golden shower. True. However you want to look at it. <laughs> but you have did to you, look did at you get it a picture? Ways. Um, I took a picture and a short video, yes. Oh, you'll have to post it in the comments. Yeah, yeah, I will. All right, so this movie is, um, like the original, it's found footage. It's uh, Lisa is doing a documentary project on James. Do you even have a license, Lisa? (laughs) She likes malacas, Dino. (laughs) She's into malacas. So she's doing this documentary on James, whose sister... James, soft, soft J. No, it's not. Okay. Whose sister, Heather, uh, was one of the original three, the, the the Blair three, as they're known. Are they known that way? No. I don't think so. They are now. Okay. <laughs> Hashtag Blair three. Wait, that sounds like it's going to be the third movie. <laughs> we could do it. We could... We could do it, Taylor. We could, we could do it right now. <laughs> we could make Blair Witch three. No, we could get. No, it we tr- couldn't. We could get it. <laughs> we get it trending and drive pra- traffic uh, back to our website. This guy, always thinking. <laughs> um, but so they find this video online from someone in the Black Hills woods. And in the video, he believes that he sees his sister. So he thinks 17 years later, she's still out there in the woods. So he's going to go and find her. And him and Lisa and their friends, Ashley and Thomas? Peter. That was, that was not even close. Uh, they go and they meet up with the people behind this viral video named Lane and Talia. Yep. And... Uh, they're a little out there. Just they, a bit. they live in. Burkittsville. Burkittsville. Formerly known as Blair. And they apparently go to these woods all the time. And they're super obsessed with the Blair Witch, so they're weirdos. They're kind of like. Um the dude from Book of Shadows almost except they don't run like a tchotchke stand <laughs> right <laughs> and uh, from there they go into the woods and then if you've seen the Blair Witch Project you pretty much know how this movie goes yeah it's pretty much a retread yeah the ending is different uh, obviously I'm not going to spoil it right. but I will tell you it is different uh, and there, there's a pretty big twist yeah. There's a twist. Yep. But we can't talk about that. Nope. Can't even touch it. Um. So, I mean, like you said, this is more or less the same movie. Yeah, a lot of the, a lot of the same um, sight gags. This one was bad with jump scares, though. Like there was too many, or you, the, the jump scares were bad. That's. Most of the frights in this were jump scares, and most of them were somebody suddenly jumping in front of the camera. I'd say that was a good 75 to 80% of all the scares. 
I would disagree. Well, you're wrong. <laughs> so what did, you, what did you, what did you think of it? Other like other than that, it wasn't bad. I mean, it wasn't good as it wasn't as good as the original, but the original has the advantage of being the original. Of being the original, yeah. Um, I mean, it's not the first found footage movie, but if you like, I said um, in that short little article type thing I wrote on our website about trying to get the extended version released or made I guess um, said like Blair, Blair Witch pretty much set like the gold standard for um, found footage mm-hmm. it kind of Paranormal mm-hmm. Activity the first one kind of holds the same position in a way because that was like the first one to do found footage in the way in, in the style that it did so the security cameras security cameras yeah um yeah fixed cameras well and like both of those and also uh, to throw the upper footage in there it's like 90 percent marketing right that's true making a good found footage movie is is mostly marketing because you have to convince people it's real that's the thing with the original bear witch they had the in- internet in it's pretty much its infancy mm-hmm. like you know, there was the internet back when it first started be- coming around, um, back in like the early '90s. There's that internet, but like the modern internet, the one that we use today, that first started coming around like the early 2000s. Um, you know, having search engines and you know fan-made websites and things like that. So, but it wasn't obviously anywhere near as interactive and innovative as it is now right so when Blair Witch came out even after people saw it they're like was that fucking real did I just watch that was right it, I mean was that real footage and there was really no way to prove it wrong because three actors that nobody had ever heard of mm-hmm. a, a two directors that pretty much kept their name off of it um, and nobody had even heard of them um, and they made this dinky little website that was supposed to be like you know, try to expose the truth of the Blair Witch, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, that's supposed to be made, like, by the filmmakers. Yeah. And it's like, nobody knew any better. And, like, the the thing about it is, like you said, even after people watched it, they didn't know because the movie doesn't show anything. No. You never see the Blair Witch. There's no special effects. It's, you know, there there's not a lot of blood and guts or anything. It's... It's, it's it, pure isolation horror. Yeah. Just three kids seemingly fucking terrified of being out in the woods and completely lost and the possibility of this evil entity following them around. Right. I mean, that's the the thing that's so genius about the Blair Witch, like the movie itself, marketing aside, is that it sets up this legend and so you've got that in your mind the whole time. So yeah. everything that happens, you're equating it. So even though there's no, like nobody dies in the movie, well, possibly. I guess you don't really know for sure. Wait, um, wait, which one are you talking about? The, the original. Okay. Um, Strongly suggested. True. But again, you don't know for sure. You never see any bodies. There's no blood and guts. Nobody, you don't see, see anybody, you know, getting decapitated or ripped open or anything. Decapitated. Right. Decaffeinated. <laughs> but at the same time, there's this like built-in fear because you've got this legend and you just, that's what you're equating but even if there wasn't this legend, like just being out lost in the woods, 
There's fucking bears and shit out there. You don't know what could happen. Yeah. Bear fuckers. <laughs> bears, bear fuckers. Fucking hillbillies with hatchets. And bears. And bears. Oh, my. <laughs> um, now, this one, like uh, Blair Witch, it, it was put together well. I mean, you know, he had Simon Barrett and Adam Wingard. Taylor was sitting next to me jacking off the entire time. Not the entire time. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, so, I mean, it, it was a quality product. The only thing that really... This, this was missing something that the original had as far as actual composition. Um... In Blair Witch, it was using like actual film camera, handheld film cameras to film, and some shitty little DV camera, and you know using these by today's standards, archaic, um, it's archaic equipment. This one was using modern cameras, modern technology. They used a drone. Yeah. Um. Which I actually thought that was kind of a good uh, inclusion, just to demonstrate um, how these kids had modern conveniences that the original three didn't. Right. I thought that was a good touch. But the thing is, I mean, we've got these high def um, digital cameras that they're all using, um, and I mean they've got like little ear. They almost look like Bluetooth earpieces, but they're actual like cameras with GPS locators in them. Um, and even those, there's like really pristine picture. And so many cameras nowadays, they have like uh, stabilizers in them. Mm-hmm. So even when they're handheld, they look a lot more steady. And it's like taking those things out. That that's a big part of what made the original so creepy, and what it what made it look real. It looked like people scared. Somebody scared out of scared for their life, running through the woods holding a camera. That's I mean, it looked legitimately like that. Yeah. This one, it looked like a studio film running through the woods. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Um. I guess I mean that was my biggest thing about it. And it it wasn't any fault of theirs. At the same time, like bringing it into the modern era, you have to do that, though. Exactly, and that's what I'm saying. It wasn't really any fault. They didn't have to go that far, I guess, because like her, she's being she's a college student. You know, Mm -hmm. she's doing this documentary for a class, so she has access to all these high definition cameras and like the like said the earpiece cameras and the drone. So I guess they they could have taken that aspect out. Yeah, and had it just be like a handheld camera, or even like a cell phone camera. Sure, which I'm surprised they never used. Yeah, I would have thought that that would be uh, something that they would have made use of. I mean, I think they used. No, they didn't even use like cell phone, like flashlights. No, they had actual flashlights. Yeah. So, but uh, I mean, like I was saying, that wasn't. I I didn't feel like that was any fault of theirs. Uh, it was just um, a, a sign of the times. Using modern technology, which is completely practical, right? 
if something like this were to actually happen to somebody, that's the same equipment they would be using. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's nothing you can do about that. I think if you if you take those out, like I said, if you take out the earpiece cameras and the drone and just have like a handheld camera, then you have to come up with a new reason for why they're filming. Sure, yeah. Like you could still have her making a documentary, but like for what reason? Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, there was... I mean, you know. there's just nothing they could do about it. I mean, it it was the technology of the modern age. Yeah, exactly. And unfortunately, it just took something out of it that the original had. And I can understand. You can't that. really do anything about it. Yeah, that's the thing. And I think that's why found footage films these days just aren't as effective as the Blair Witch, or even those early found footage films. Um, there's just. I mean, aside from the fact that we all know what's going on now, we're all in the know. Uh, thanks, Internet. <laughs> um, I mean, there's that, but also the fact that there's these, they're, they're just too polished to be amateur film. And that's unfortunately, I mean, aside from studios not really know what they're fucking doing, like Paramount, which just clearly didn't, fucking pay attention to the original paranormal activity that made it interesting yeah and, you know the, the elements of that that made it good they didn't pay any attention to <laughs> sequels right um they added in a bunch of cgi and yeah. dumb shit um but i forgot where i was going with that shit <laughs> oh well so i'm I think I'm doing all the talking here. What, what, what were your thoughts? Uh, I fucking loved it. Yeah, yeah. Um, it to me, like, it felt like it kind of took a little bit to get going because mm-hmm. you had to add not really backstory because they kind of just threw the backstory out there and it's like, oh yeah, this is my sister. She was in the first one. Remember her? Yeah. Now we go look for her. Um, but then like once they start encountering all these things in the woods. I felt like it didn't really let up and I loved that. There were, you know, a lot of times in horror movies, they want to try and lull you into this false sense of security so that then the scares are more impactful, but this didn't really do that. And it's just like this constant nonstop feeling of dread. And I loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, they, with the, especially the earpiece cameras, they were able to hold a shot for a really long time. Yeah. Because, you know, you'd be running through the woods and they, they wouldn't have to have a camera and be running and be like, why are you recording this? It's just on their ear, so it's always on. And yeah. that, that was effective. But yeah, I loved it. I thought it was just like nonstop action and just like tension the whole time. Um my biggest complaint is like the little camera glitches that it kept doing. Mm-hmm. Those seemed a little overdone to me, but I don't know if you noticed, but every time it did it, it looked like there was something in it, either words or a picture. I didn't pick up. on I, that. I feel like there's something there, but I it's, you know, it happens so fast that you can't really tell what's going on. Mm-hmm. And it could just be like, you know, whatever is on the screen mirrored or, flipped upside down or something 
but there yeah. was there was clearly something going on there. Could be, could be. And it, it wasn't that like they 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 happened that bothered me. It just they just seemed like there was too many. Well, it seemed like it only did it when there was like some kind of happening or like it was, it was like almost like a precursor to well when they were in the rain it just kind of happened a lot true which i guess you know if the water affects the the cameras that could be yeah but they didn't they didn't look authentic and that was what bugged me about them yeah they looked edited in yeah they didn't look like real glitches um and they happened at like completely random times it yeah. wasn't like something where it would make sense like if somebody fell down or something and it did it that would make sense but they'd be just you know running and all of a sudden it would glitch right yeah and that's what that was another thing like it would glitch just because it was getting like jostled and it's like digital cameras don't track they right (laughs) they're better quality than that yeah um so um another thing that it pretty much like I couldn't let it go. It seems like it might it might be seem like something like kind of trivial and nitpicky, but all of the kids in the movie, except for uh, Lane and Talia, all pretty kids. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean that, that that was another thing that the original had going for it. Heather, Josh, and Mike. They all looked like real, just kind of average, average college kids. Like, no offense to them; <laughs> they're a bunch of uggos. <laughs> but, um, but you didn't think Talia was pretty? Well, she, I, I, she was cute, but um, she didn't like have that that kind of Hollywood look. Yeah, I mean that, that was the thing. All of the main kids, uh, Lisa, Josh, or James. No, Josh, James, um, Peter, and Ashley. Ashley. They looked like actors. Yeah. I mean, I think that was um, another missed opportunity, I guess. I see that. It Um, didn't really dawn on me at the time, but I I get it. Yeah. This one does have a little more gore. Yeah. Not a lot. Like, it's not a slasher movie by any any means, but there are some some effects, some, some gags. This one was definitely more visually, um, not appealing, but um, interesting. Sure, yeah. Um, when that one character pulls the the thing out of their leg, yeah. What I still don't know what the fuck that was. It, it looked like some kind of barb, or like a like a, a vine or something. It looked like a big ass like bug or something to me. Oh really? Yeah. But I really couldn't fucking tell. You see, but it was see the movie and it was heinous, about. whatever it was. Yeah, it was fucking gross. Um, One thing I kept thinking throughout this movie is like, you know how, um, like Paranormal Activity, in the promos they'll show people in the theaters, and they always show them screaming. Yeah, and it's like, okay, that's great. That's you showed people getting startled. Mm-hmm. That doesn't do anything for me. In this one, I could hear people in the theater at times like gasping. That's the shit they should show in the in the promos. Yeah, Except I'm going for that. gasps. <laughs> Except for that dumb bitch sitting behind us. Is he dead? Is it daytime? Like what? what? Shut the fuck up and wait two minutes, and your question will be answered. I, I I was so confused when she said when she asked, "Is it daytime?" It's like, does it fucking look like daytime? And whoever she was talking to never answered. No, 
I never heard an answer to any of her questions. She was talking like not like not like full volume like how we're talking right now, but like loud enough. Loud, yeah, too loud for the theater. Idiot. And the guy sitting next to me was a total nervous laugher. <laughs> how about that? Yeah, we came and sat down in the theater. There was probably maybe less than ten people in there at the time, and we're sitting probably like almost dead center in the theater. I'd say. Yeah. And dude comes and sits down right next to Taylor. <laughs> he, he like he walks past us, goes one seat over, stands there for a second, and then moves back to the seat right next to me. He's like, you know what? No, I like the seat better. So <laughs> like, no, this this two feet makes a big makes a big difference. <laughs> like he'd probably sit in your lap if you would have let him. <laughs> but whatever. But yeah, the, the, like during the, some of the most tense scenes, I could hear him just be like. Huh. <laughs> uh people and it was funny because like every time i could hear people like gasping or being like oh my god what's going to happen like i started smiling <laughs> yeah this was i'm de- a sick fuck like that <laughs> <laughs> this movie was definitely a worthy sequel yeah which cannot be said for book of shadows which, I mean, like we said, it is kind of a remake, kind mm-hmm. of a sequel. It's kind of like a remake wrapped in the package of a sequel. Right. They, it, like, it kind of bookends as a sequel. Mm-hmm. The beginning and the end are different, and the middle is kind of the same. Yeah. I mean, you, know, you put some kids out in the woods with cameras, and there's a witch chase, or there's the spirit of a witch haunting them or whatever. I mean, how different can it be? Right. The um, thing is, I feel like this one... Like it kind of adds to the mythology because now you can go back and watch the original with the stuff that you learned in this one, and it kind of changes it a little bit. I suppose. Did you watch it? the The original? Yeah. I, like, and I haven't since we watched this. No. Oh, okay. I mean, we were both saying how we wish we would have watched the original before we. Oh watched, yeah, so. no, I didn't get to. Well, um, yeah, me, uh, me neither. But like, I think I've probably watched it more recently than you have. Oh, I'm sure. Um. Yeah, I don't know what inspired me to watch it, but it was probably less than a year ago. Um, like, do yeah, I want to say it's a nonstop heart racing thrill ride? No, because I'm not a robot. <laughs> <laughs> but I did think like it just it doesn't let up, and it's you know me. I love movies that are tense, and I feel like this does a good job of unveiling the mystery slowly. Yeah. Um, the problem with so many slow burn movies is that nothing happens and then there's an end. That's not how slow burn movies are supposed to work. <laughs> You're supposed to slowly unravel the mystery and keep things going the whole time. Right. And that's what I think this one did successfully. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I could take that. Um, shit, I was going to say something, but now I can't remember what it was. Oh, uh, this movie to me, you know, because this was originally being advertised as the woods, they're trying to keep their connection to the Blair Witch under wraps or, you know, kind of secretive until Comic-Con, I guess, is when they revealed it. I think that's what it was, yeah. Um, And honestly, to me, it seemed almost like they made this movie and then added Blair Witch things into it. 
I, I don't think that's the case. It, but that it's almost... not. Like I know it's not because I've, I've read interviews with Adam Wingard where he talks about when he was approached about making a Blair Witch sequel. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, I, that's not the case then, but it does almost seem that way a little bit that there's... Yeah. There's, like, Blair Witch things kind of peppered in, but it would be just as easy to take those things out and basically have the same movie. More or less, yeah. So... Um, yeah, yeah I mean, I, um, sorry, go ahead. I was just gonna say, having it operating under the name The Woods kind of gave me that mentality. Having watched it, thinking, okay, well, it almost seems like maybe this was maybe making this a Blair Witch movie was an afterthought, yeah. Because apparently, what, what happened was Lionsgate recently bought Artisan, okay who made the original Blair Witch Project. Mm-hmm. And so once they bought the rights, they were like, okay, let's make some money. Right. Which normally is, you know, danger Will Robinson. But they went and I think they got the right people for the job. Uh, you know, I'm a fucking Adam Wingard Mark, so I'm going to Oh, you? Say, really? Yeah. I don't, you, did you not know that about me? So, you know, maybe I'm biased, but I was, I was skeptical going into this. Mm-hmm. Just because... You know, it's. I was worried it was going to be like a cash grab. Yeah. Just, just a. You know, let's throw something out there so we can start cashing in on these rights. But I, I think they knocked it out of the park. I mean, I'm sure that's probably what they did. Well, I mean, that would seem that way. (laughs) Yeah. No, that that is what they did. They, they did it well, though. Sure. Yeah. Most of the time, you know, places they make Hellraiser, uh, Bloodlines or not Bloodlines. What was the really bad? The one with that didn't have Doug Bradley. Ah, fuck if I know. I don't, yeah. I, don't, I don't remember. They make stuff bad. like that instead of Revelations. You know, that might be right. Yeah. Um, or they make Book of Shadows. <laughs> sure. Which apparently somebody at Artisan admitted was just a cash grab. <laughs> it seems like a lot of work put into that for just a cash grab. Well, it was, you know, the Blair Witch is hot right now. Let's make a sequel. Yeah, and I guess maybe they hadn't really caught on to the whole found footage as a thing Yeah. yet. So it's like, okay. It was interesting to make a sequel to a found footage movie that's not a found footage movie. Yeah, the concept was interesting. Yeah. Absolutely. The execution was shit. Yes. Um, anyway. So, okay. Well, I mean, do you have anything else to add to this? Um, man, when we left the theater, I was like, I was really tempted to have this be like the first ever 10. First what? Ever 10. Really? Yeah. Like I'm telling you, I loved this. All right. Um, but I think since my, uh, my adrenaline's kind of come down, <laughs> uh, and uh, my biggest complaint, like I said, is, is the camera glitches and just the fact that it's found footage. I'm fucking done with found footage. Yeah. Uh, and there was at least one part where I was like, who's filming right now? Because <laughs> it didn't make sense. I, I, I guess I can't say more without it being a spoiler. But It was like, there, that's a, that was the thing about this one. There was five, like, there's like six of them all together. Yeah. And a, be a slew of cameras among them. So you always had multiple angles of every scene mm-hmm. at any given point. And it's like, when they 
released the first one that had a maximum of three cameras working. Yeah. Or what's it? Two maybe. I think they had no. They had. They had two cam, two film cameras, and the camcorder, if I remember right. Um. So a maximum of three cameras, so it's easy to, to to believe that they pieced all this footage together in a in a um, chronological manner. Yeah. All of that footage from this one, you're supposed to buy that somebody just sat in an editing room. It's like, okay, we'll take this one from this camera. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah. I mean, and this one started out the same way as the, as the original Blair Witch. It said in 2014. 14. Uh, four, four college students or something to that like that went out into the woods searching for Blair Witch, blah blah blah. Memory this was car- their footage. Yeah, yeah, memory cards was found. Memory cards were found. Blah blah blah. So like same as the Blair Witch, yeah, or Blair Witch Project, I should say. Um, also, that the the twist, I thought it's it's interesting, but it also could have not been there. It it convolutes the story just a little bit, like not enough to be like a deterrent, mm-hmm. but I I kind of would like to see what the movie was like without it. You know, I'm totally spacing on a twist. To be completely honest, I might have to talk talk to you about that later. Okay, I I really can't think of a twist unless we're it's, considering two different. Let's we're unless you're considering something a twist that I didn't. I don't know. What I'm thinking of is pretty prominent, so... I might just be spacing on it then. Okay. Anyway, um, okay, so let, let, go ahead. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to give it a nine. All right. Um, like I've been saying, I mean, I, I enjoyed it. It was a, a decent and good sequel, which is something the Blair which definitely needed after Book of Shadows. I think if Book of Shadows wasn't there souring everybody's opinion of the Blair Witch Project. Yeah. I don't think this would have been necessary. Oh, another thing I wanted to say real quick. Um, one of my favorite things about horror is iconography. Iconography. That's like part of the reason I love Jason is because of the hockey mask. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Michael Myers with the William Shatner mask and the, they live because I love the look of the, the aliens. And so, you know, like just seeing that Blair Witch symbol again yeah it's just that's pretty cool it's a, it's a great touch yeah um anyway so like, like I said if, if Book of Shadows isn't there just making everybody th- whether or not they thought about it directly in their minds everybody's thinking okay Blair Witch Project sucked and part of that was because of Book of Shadows yeah this one I think definitely redeemed that but if Book of Shadows wasn't there this movie wouldn't have been necessary it would have just been a blatant crack cash grab and completely unnecessary um or they may have just like build it as a remake or or that yeah uh remakes are so hot right now yeah um so but i mean that being the case this movie was put together well i mean like like i said a lot of the flaws that i saw in it was just really a sign of time nothing that could be done about it Mm. um i mean the acting was good um I just think there are maybe some missteps that could have helped this be as close to believable as the original as possible. And I think there were things that could have been done that just weren't, i.e. all the 
pretty actors. Yeah. Um, and just just things like that. Um, but overall, it wasn't a bad movie. It was like I said at the very beginning, it was pretty much a retread of the original. Um, but I, you know, I think I'll give it a seven. All right. All right, so moving on to our next film, another movie that's not in theaters yet. Uh, we saw it before, probably a for lot. All of y'alls, <laughs> it pissed me off. Be- Except well, for fucking John Squires blowing up our shit. Fuck you, John. Well, it's like I was Just looking, kidding. I love it, John. Uh, a few days after we went, I was looking at our uh, Instagram, and I'm seeing all these people. Dude, saying, everybody went. Yeah. So it's like, well, okay. I even post something on on Squires Twitter. Because he was like, "Here's my review of Rob Zombie's 31." By the way, it's Rob Zombie's 31. And uh, <laughs> that's. <what we> did. <laughs> I responded and I was like, "Damn you, writers! You get to write whatever you want. That's what we get for posting biweekly episodes." Yeah, I saw that. Anyway, so here's 31. <laughs> now you may think you see a grease-painted reformer sitting before you. But trust me, I'm not here to brighten your dismal day. I am here to end your miserable life. You know, all in all, you've had a pretty good run. Deep down inside, you must have known. You digging what you see, Pops? I reckon I do. (laughs) It all had to end somewhere. Might as well be now. What the hell is this? Tonight, we are going to play 31. And all you have to do is survive 12 hours of our own private. when you hunt these freaks down and slit their throats. Now we have ourselves a game. Murder school? Oh, it's now in session. Thirty-one is war, and war is hell. In hell, everybody loves popcorn. All right, so Rob Zombie's thirty-one centers around a group of carnies back in 70s or in the 70s um 76 i guess is that what they are hmm? is that what they are they're carnies yeah i thought they were just like a traveling road show well it, yeah i mean they had some kind of like i don't know carnival show 
I don't, it doesn't really go into detail about it. Yeah, that's true. And, like, whether or not that was on purpose, I don't know. But, I mean, like, you don't really know shit about these people. This is true. Um, and whether that was, like I said, to keep them kind of faceless. Or if it was just a total missed mark when writing. I don't know. It could be either one, I guess. Doesn't seem quite Rob Zombie style to not provide a backstory. Though. Yeah, really. <clears throat> so I think he just forgot. <laughs> anyway, so I or he thought that the brief story that they gave was enough. Yeah, I mean they kind of. So he said something about a jungle woman or something in the show. Something. Yeah, I mean they're 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 just driving along and driving along, <laughs> um, and they're big stupid bus. Yeah. Uh, and talking about different ideas for like or like new ideas for shows, so yeah, I mean, carnies, I guess. Uh, they're just going through the backcountry, and I don't think it really specifies what state they're in. I don't think so. Like if it's Rob Zombie, you could probably assume Texas. Yeah, um, south somewhere. Yeah, um, but you know had. Right from the start, it obviously has that very Rob Zombie feel, just like kind of dirty, grimy, um, grindhouse type feel to it. Now, does this one actually have like ah no? I was trying to think. Does it have like uh like added in like defects, like film pops and stuff? I don't think so. No. Okay. I'm must be making that up in my head then um but they're driving and they're stopped at some point this is halloween by the way um they're stopped in the middle of the road by what look like some scarecrows just in the middle of the road and so they get out to move them and they're all kidnapped they're all kidnapped by hamburglers <laughs> yep they are literally dressed in striped prisoner shirts. Yep. It's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> so, they're kidnapped and I think two of them are killed. Uh, at two. least one is. Yeah, it's some inconsequential characters. Oh, two. You're right, two. Yep. Um, no, three. Three? Yeah. Their big fat driver. Oh right. About I don't remember him actually getting killed, but he wasn't in the rest of the movie, so I assume he was dead. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, so they wake up. Um, I guess they wake up in some kind of room, right? Yeah. It's been what two weeks since we saw this. Yeah. I'm trying to <laughs> trying to recall details. I think they wake up in a room and they've all got these bracelets, these numbered bracelets. They're chained to like a pole or something. Do they wake up there? I don't know if they woke up or they just had the bags pulled off their heads. Maybe. I don't know. I think they might have just had the bags pulled off their head. Regardless, they all end up chained to some kind of post. I mean, not like a... It almost seems like a hangman's arch. Yeah, almost. I mean, without the nooses. But they're all chained up. Uh, they're all wearing these big silver bracelets with numbers stamped in them, one through five, right? Yeah. 
Um, and outcomes. Uh, let's see. Uh, Father Napoleon Horatio Silas murder. They had names? Yep. Uh, Sister Dragon and Sister Serpent. They're all... And Father Napoleon, he's just... Or he's a Malcolm McDowell. Um, They come out, they're dressed in these... They're dressed like fops. Yeah, basically. You know, uh, powdered wigs, uh, knickers. White face paint. Yeah. Um, And... Father Murder basically says, this is our contest. You survive the night and you get to go free. Um, or you, you die. So, I mean, those are your choices. <laughs> yeah, they got 12 hours. Yeah. Um, right, oh yeah, 12 hours. And so they're put into this labyrinth, basically, which is basically, it's like a factory like of some Compound, kind. yeah. I think we were trying to sit there trying to figure out what kind of factory this was. It's just like, it's a, it's a steam factory. They make steam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seems that way. Um, and they are basically chased down by different sets of clowns. Right. But these aren't like, like they don't look like Pennywise kind of clowns. Right. They basically like, they're just people dressed in different attire. That's, vaguely clownish yeah and painted vaguely clownish but like darker and scarier yes the first clown we're presented with is Sickhead who's a tiny little tiny person small person what's what's the PC term I think it's little people little people days, yeah. um uh and he is basically a Hitler clown yeah I mean He's got his, his whole torso is painted white uh, he's got a little little mustache painted on, and he's got a big swastika painted on his chest. Yeah, and he's got like a, a red wristband painted on his arm. And he's too. Hispanic. Yes. Or he speaks Spanish, anyways. Yeah, well, the guy's name is Pancho Moler, or Moler. So, probably it, Mexican. It was weird to me that the Nazi was Spanish. Yes, and he was very foul-mouthed. Was not German. No, he was not German. Uh, but he's very foul and very graphic. He's yeah, a lot of dirty things. He did. Yeah, his wash, mouth washed out. He's got like two big knives. That's his weapon of choice. Yeah. Um, and he's surprisingly resilient. Yeah. I mean, he gets beaten up and just keeps coming back for more. Um, I think probably having a little person go up against four normal-sized people was maybe a bad move. So, but, um, eventually he gets taken down. Then there, I mean, throughout the movie there, um, they are gone up against psycho head and schizo head who operate as a team, uh, death head, death head. Who's death head? I'm trying to remember. <laughs> death head. I don't remember a death head. Oh, oh, uh, Death Head and um, Oh, Death Head and Sex Head. Wait, yes. Yes, Sex Head, right. Um, Played by E.G. Daly. Tommy Pickles. (laughs) She does the voice of Tommy Pickles? I did not know that. (laughs) Um, 
Uh, Torsten Bogus uh, plays Deathhead, who also played one of the um, uh, one of the nihilists in Big Lebowski, and he oh. has like the same line. Like he says, "I will fuck you! I will fuck you!" <laughs> like that had to be on purpose. Yeah, probably. Um, um, how is there no Iron Head? Iron Head? Yeah. Why would there be Iron Head? Because Rob Zombie has a song called Iron Head. Oh, I don't know. Should ask him. Write a letter. I will. I'll write a strongly worded letter. <laughs> um. And then, of course, there's Doomhead, who's like the, the the big guy. He's the big dick, yeah. He's not literally the biggest guy. He's actually he's skinny, really sickly looking. But he's played um, by Richard Brake, who, I don't know, you might know him from, like, Batman Begins. He plays the guy that kills Bruce Wayne's parents. Oh, yeah. Um. Yeah, he's he's probably the most, maybe the most psychotic. But like, I'll call him psychotic. Right. All the other ones, they're just batshit crazy. Like at one one point, one of them was like, "We're just like you. We don't want to be here either." Right. Yeah. Like they're, they're being forced to. Um, Kill people. Yeah. Which I don't know if it's true or if he was just like trying to plead for his life. It's hard to say. I don't, th- I, I, I didn't think so. I thought it was probably a line of bullshit. Yeah. So did I. Um, anyway, so I mean, that's pretty much the movie. They spend the 12 hours trying to get or trying to survive, basically. I mean, they don't, they don't make a lot of attempts to actually get out. Yeah. Just to survive. Um, I mean, of course. I I won't say exactly who. You could probably guess who <laughs> makes it to the end. <laughs> um, but they are they do slowly get picked off. Um, so yeah. Yep. Thoughts? Uh, Richard Brake was awesome. He did really well. He was phenomenal. He was fucking gross, and I mean that was part of it. But yeah, yeah. He played a serious fucking nutcase. Oh, something I didn't like was that he kept launching in all these fucking soliloquies. Yeah, it reminded me of a Kevin Smith movie, and like that's the part I hate most about Kevin Smith movies. <laughs> it's just like all the fucking talking. Nobody talks like that. And he kept like reciting all these poems, and it's like nobody knows what you're talking about, dude. Shut up. Um, Get to the oh, killing. I forgot I have notes. You took notes. Yeah. Because I was like, I got to remember this for two weeks. I'm going to need notes. Mm. Um, oh, I remember thinking before the movie started that uh, Rob Zombie was turning into a dark and gritty James Wan. <laughs> um, not so much in this, though. This this kind of changed my mind on that. This was... This was not the fucking douchey up up his ass up his own ass style of Lord Lords of Salem yeah this is definitely back more to his style right yeah um and you know a little more substance than a James Wan which I think is kind of what my point was there right um 
There's a quote that just says, I will never die. I don't know what that means. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I thought a lot of times the camera was too close. Whether it be people talking or people fighting. Mm. The camera was just like way too close and I couldn't... like Especially during the fighting scenes, I couldn't really tell what was going on. And it was just like a lot of movement. That's the thing. Something I feel like I've been complaining about more and more in the, in the last few months is fucking handheld camera work you know after the movie there was like a making of featurette mm-hmm. um, and this because it's a pre-screening I wouldn't expect if you guys go to see it in theater you probably won't see it but the making of showed like them using like dollies and like rigs to lift and, and lower the camera and shit like that and it's like where when did this happen <laughs> Because all I remember is seeing a lot of fucking, um, what's the guy that does the Jason Bourne movies? Um, uh, Matt Damon? No, not the actor. The oh, director. I don't know. The fucking guy. The, the fucking dude, man. Um, hold on. Keep talking. Go ahead. Oh. Um, fill the space. Fill it. There, there, there was a couple, like, maybe not plot holes per se, but just like parts that I couldn't figure out mm-hmm. like the the fops are like I'll bet five million another one's like I'll raise you ten yeah. like on what because <laughs> they kept saying throughout the movie like you know number one odds of living 500 to one number two odds of living 10 to one right but yeah. when they bet they weren't like I'm gonna bet that number one survives they were just like i bet five million dollars yeah that was it yeah that, that made zero sense um hold on. <laughs> at one point uh doomhead is choking someone and he yells look into the eyes of a true champion over and over again and all I could think of every time was, look at me so I can come. <laughs> what the fuck was that? It's just a thing that people say. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> so this is another movie he where he basically force fed us his wife. Who is just not good. I mean, she could be worse, but she could be a lot better. Yeah. Well, no, I don't think she can be better, and that's the problem. Um, she. I mean, I don't mean like she could do better. I guess I, 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 I know you. Meant okay. okay. I was making a joke. Went over your head. <laughs> Didn't land. Um. But she's she's just not qualified to be in these movies and. But he keeps putting her in there, and you can almost guarantee that she's going to make it through every single one of them. Um, I mean, unless it's poignant to where, like, all the characters die, like Devil's Rejects. Or maybe, you know, like, she'll die, but she'll still be in the sequel for some stupid reason. (laughs) Um, Of course, I guess she... 
she died. It's a spoiler, I guess. In this? No, no, not this. Oh. Something else. Um... You know, come to think of it, she dies in pretty much all of his movies. But she always makes it to the end, though. Yeah, she's always like the hero, and yeah. that's bullshit. Um, she was like this... At the beginning of the movie, she's like this kind of like... Skanky tease. Yeah. And like, of all this, this group of carnies... Like, you're constantly wondering, like, what role does she play in this group? What does she do? Is she just the looks? I mean, she... They kind of treat her like she's the boss, though. No, Meg Foster is the boss. Um, What's her face? Venus. She's the boss. Yeah. But there's a couple times where they're just like, Charlie, what are we going to do? And they keep leaning to her. Well, let's see. That's the thing. Once things start started going fucking crazy she kind of like took charge all of a sudden it's like where the fuck did this come from yeah um especially when she was like when when uh uh sickhead was coming after her at the beginning well not the very beginning but when they first are being chased and sickhead comes after her she's like cowering in in a bathroom yeah and then by the end of the movie, she's just like fucking Rambo. It's like, hold on. We missed something it's here. It's the, the fucking final girl thing. That yeah. always happens with final girls. Just come all over it. Um, can, can we talk briefly about the Q&A? <laughs> okay. So there, there was a pre-recorded Q&A with Rob Zombie that aired at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. And he said a lot of dumb things. And they sounded really fucking douchey, too. He was also wearing a diesel hat, so... He was wearing a diesel hat. Uh, one of my biggest issues was him talking about the Halloween remake and saying how he wanted to make Michael Myers sympathetic. Yeah. And saying, like, oh, I didn't want him to just be, like, this being or this entity. And I looked over at you, and I'm like, or, like, the shape? Because, <laughs> you know, that's what he fucking is. I never really thought of him as sympathetic, though, so... If yeah, that's what he was going he for. He doesn't come across sympathetic. He comes off as a shitty little hillbilly. Yeah. Who, yeah, kills his sister and little animals. Yeah. How am I supposed to sympathize with that? Yeah, he comes off as a fucking sociopath. Yeah. That, I mean, that's not sympathetic. Right. For a guy who's, like, as in, in tune with horror movies and who clearly watches as many horror movies as he does, you'd think he would, like, get it more. You'd think. But I think he just wants to put his own um, spin on things and, like, feels like he needs to, you know, when he needs to, to, to be right here, he needs he feels like he needs to go up here. And you're just, it's, it's like he's overdoing it. Yeah. It's like, dude, you know how this is supposed to be made. So do it that way. Don't do it your way because that way is not working. It's like... He's he's crossed different styles, you know, like if you look at House of a Thousand Corpses, it's, you know, very kind of art, arty, um, very like 70s inspired. Mm-hmm. And then you've got Devil's Rejects, which is like late 70s, early 80s, grindhouse style. And then, you know, Lords of Salem is, is still very like grindhousey, dark and gritty, but it's 
more current day. Yeah. Um, and so it's like you, you clearly know how to do this. But like you said, he, he does tend to go too far with it. Right. Like and I a mean, lot of times less is more, man. I felt like, like let's take Lords of Salem, for example. Um, I think I probably hated that more than I hated Halloween too. Um, I feel like he tried to make that too, like almost art house. It's like, dude, that's not you. Yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> that's that's not working for you. That's, I mean, that's why Halloween 2 sucked, because he tried to do this fucking art shit. Yeah, um, he tried to like have like the white horse. Yeah, like, what horse. the fuck was that? I don't know. So, I mean, that that's, that's my stance. On and he said Halloween. that was his favorite movie of his. Right. And that was fucking insane. Which is weird because he's also said that the one that was released is not his cut. Right. Maybe he was talking about his cut. I don't know. The other thing he said was he was like saying how he's trying to get Broad Street Bullies made. And he's having trouble. And so he was talking to whoever. And he was like, I could make a movie in five minutes that would get sold. Five people on Halloween night get kidnapped and chased by clowns. I'm like, maybe don't tell people this. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if you're trying to sell a movie, especially when you've crowdsour- or crowdfunded it. That was the other thing. He kept saying, like, I could get this sold. And then, I, you know, I made it and I went out and I got it sold. I'm like, you didn't get it sold. <laughs> you crowdsourced it. It's completely different than getting it sold. Yeah. Other people paid for it for you. Yeah. And not like a studio. Yeah. Fuck this isn't something you pitched to a studio and had one guy write you a check. This is something you had a lot of people give you $5 for. Yeah. Yeah, and that's like, if this, if I crowdfunded that and this is what I got in return, I would have been fucking pissed. <laughs> and I mean, he did, he cut it up to make it R. Yeah, and that's what, like, you could tell throughout the entire fucking movie that they pulled punches. So I, I'm curious to see his cut. Well, he's supposed to release one, right? On the DVD, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, like I'll I'll hold final judgment until I see that. I mean, like Batman versus Superman, take that. Like people fucking hated the theatrical version, but love the the ultimate cut. Yeah. Um, I think they're both shit personally, but um, but like this one, who knows? Maybe maybe it's good. I mean, I didn't think this was that bad. It wasn't it wasn't anything great, but I mean, like your dad was pissed. He hated it. <laughs> Well, I was pissed because we paid more for this than a normal movie. Did we? I don't remember how much it was. I'm pretty sure we paid like 15 bucks. Oh. Well, like I said, I didn't think it, I didn't think it was that bad. Um, there were things about it I liked. I, I loved Richard breaking it. I thought he was fantastic. Um, Sherry Moon Zombie is there. <laughs> um and like he, what did he? He compared it to Deadliest Game. He said other people have called it like his Running Man. I got a lot of Running Man. I definitely got a lot of Running Man. And uh, shit, there was something else too that I thought of. Now I can't think of what it was. And the thing is, like in Q and A, I mean not to uh, derail you there, but like um, in the Q and A, 
he said, oh, a lot of people say, oh, this is like Running Man. And honestly, I didn't even think of that when I was writing it. It's like, you're so full of shit, dude. <laughs> it's like, maybe not like purposely where you said, oh, I'm going to write a ra- Running Man type movie. But it's like, clearly that was in your mind somewhere. Seemingly, yeah. yeah. Like, don't piss on my leg and tell me it's raining, guy. <laughs> my biggest thing about this is like, like he said, he he came up with this concept in five minutes, and it kind of feels like it. It's it's a pretty thin concept. Oh yeah, but the movie's two hours long. Yeah, it was a long movie. I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, too long, I'd say. I would I would agree. I think there are definitely parts that could have been cut out. And probably replaced with the parts that he did cut out. Probably. Um, yeah, like Doomhead. No, not Doomhead. Um, Deathhead. That could have got cut, cut and cut out. That was a dumb scene. Yeah. Dumb character. Yeah. Um, and I would have liked to see more blood and guts. Yeah. And that's... For hearing like that they had to cut it, for it being radar, I was like, maybe you cut some of the dirty words and people saying pussy and and show more blood and guts. Yeah, that's something that was definitely like noticeably missing. Cut the dumb missing. stuff, not the good stuff. Yeah, is noticeably missing from this one. Is like all the blood and guts, the stuff that he's like that he's known for. Known for, yeah. Um, I just didn't, I didn't get it. Like, like I said, you got these people with like vulgar mouths, and yeah. you feel like that's probably part of the the reason that they wanted to make it NC seventeen. It's like cut that shit out. Yeah, I mean, and there's also the fact that there were three completely naked women at like regular intervals in the movie, just hanging out with their shaved vaginas. They could just see oh the whole right, thing. I completely forgot about them. <laughs> yeah, they you could have taken those out, and I wouldn't have noticed. Right, or, you know, put them in like underwear. Yeah, bikinis or lingerie or something. Yeah, or fully clothed even. Like who fucking cares? They were so ir- irrelevant to the yeah. story. They just stood behind uh, Father Murder the whole time and yeah. didn't do anything. Well, it seemed like each of them had like one servant. Was that what it was? Yeah. Who was the who played the serpent and dragon ladies? Um, Judy Geeson or Jason uh, and Jane Carr. One of them was really familiar, but I couldn't think of what she was from. Oh, I just realized where she's from. She was a uh, the nanny on How I Met Your Mother. I don't remember the nanny. It was like in the later seasons when they had a baby. Oh. <laughs> um. One of them was in Lords of Salem, and she's actually a pretty. Yeah, no, this was the other one. Yeah. So I don't know. I like I said. I once it was over, your your dad was like, "Man, I, I'm disappointed in Rob." And yeah, I think he actually hated it way more than either of us did. It sure seems that way. Yeah. Because I thought I thought it was okay. My dad tends to overreact about things. <laughs> um, I, I wouldn't rave about it in either direction. I thought it was okay. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it de- definitely just okay. Um, but I mean, honestly, if I were to, well, I mean, I guess I do have to get a rating. <laughs> <laughs> to to say it was like a five, I think that's giving it too much credit because a five would have meant that it's like more like I would have enjoyed it more than I did and I really didn't enjoy it all that much it was kind of meh I kind of sat there 
because I paid for it and I had to review it for the show. If I if if it was something that I had just if I, if I was flipping through Netflix and saw it and turned it on, I probably would have turned it off. Hmm. I wouldn't have made it all the way through. And not because I hated it, just because I'm like, meh, I'm done with this. Yeah. Um, That's uh, the big thing is I think it could have been 20 to 30 minutes shorter. Yeah, and definitely. And ma- can make it more concise and it could have flown, flowed a little better. Right. Um. So, I mean, I, I guess that's kind of everything I have to say. Um, do you have anything to add? Uh, no. No? Okay. I want to just do numbers then. Like, I have one other note, but I think it would be a spoiler if I said it. So Okay. Then don't do that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'll give it a five. I thought it, I thought it was okay. Um, the biggest complaint of all is that it was too long, and I, I there were a couple times where I found myself looking at my watch wondering how much longer there were. Yeah, like there were a couple times when it's just like... I mean, it felt like I'd been sitting in there for over an hour and not much headway had been made in the movie. And I look at my watch and yeah, we'd been in there over an hour. Yeah. It's like, where the fuck is this going? But anyway. And yeah, Rob, if you're listening in the future... (laughs) Probably not. But I mean, if if your people are listening, uh, in the future... Like, I don't know what you cut out, but if there was blood and gut stuff that you cut out next time, leave that in, cut out some of the dirty words instead. Yeah. Um, in order, it should be blood and guts, nudity, dirty words. Right. Um, and I'll give it four. Uh, I mean, I just, like I said, I didn't think it was quite good enough to give it a five, but it wasn't terrible. So I mean, I won't, I won't go any lower than that. It was just, Okay. It was a movie. Yeah. I mean, right. if you're like a diehard Rob Zombie fan, this feels like a Rob Zombie movie. Right. So if you like love all his other movies, you'll probably love it. You'll probably dig it a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm yep. I'm personally not. I'm on, I'm on the fence with Rob Zombie. You know, I I love uh, Devil's Rejects. I like House of a Thousand Corpses. I really don't like Lords of Salem. Um, Halloween has its moments. Halloween Two is garbage. So, I, I don't really have a strong opinion of him either way. I'm kind of on a case-by-case basis with him. And this one doesn't really change that, because I'm giving it a five. Right. Yeah, see, like, for me, I, I, I like, I, I love House of a Thousand Corpses. Um, I, I really like Devil's Rejects. Um, contrary to popular opinion, I like Halloween. Um, Lords of Salem is shit. Um, see, I like what he did with Halloween for the things that were like a, a a remake of it but the whole backstory stuff I just leave that shit out see I mean that's where we're, where we differ it's like you're completely content and I think most people are with Michael Myers just being this shape I'd like to have some context in pretty much everything I don't like to have things just be completely open ended with no real purpose bah so I mean that that's just me uh but yeah, then Lords of Salem and Halloween Two; those are absolute shit. Um, and this was just really right in the middle of all of them, I guess. So, anyway, um, I guess that's gonna do it, right? Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I don't know. I don't got shit to do. You yeah. need to keep talking. <laughs> no, no, this needs to end.
I'm done with this. Um, so we'll be back again in a couple weeks. The final episode of September before we start Octoberama. Taylor, where can they find us? They can find us at graveplotpodcast.com, assuming we renew that URL. Uh, they can also add... We probably know, will. If, if not, then they can find us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and uh, on iTunes and Stitcher and Google Play. I think that's everything. That's all those places, yeah. Um, and in a couple weeks, we're going to be reviewing... Shit, I forgot. Uh, we're going to do Don't Breathe, finally. Right, Don't, Don't Breathe. And, and uh, Morgan. Right. Which I'm not hearing great things about, but we're going to watch it anyway. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, catch us again with episode 71. Till then, I am Skeletoni. I am Taylor of Terror. This has been the Grave Plot Podcast, where we're all a little dead inside. Yeah, man.